I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's, everything's Coming Up Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Channel 6 Action News. Ah, Action News. The last place an impressionable kid can go for TV violence. <laughs> And it's also sponsored by sports. <laughs> sports, 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 sports. I got to write up front today because I'm good at sports. <laughs> I had somebody else. I, I took an Uber and I was like, let me write. No, I'm just kidding. If I, yeah, if, if I wrote, <laughs> if I drove for Uber, I think if someone wanted to sit in the, fr- the front seat, I would yell, competitive violence, that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd, uh, they'd give me one star and it'd be a short-lived career of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because apparently everyone has to quit after they get one star. Wouldn't that be a wonderful world? If yes. that was true. Yeah, of all things. I don't mean to get political, but <laughs> Uber's not been having a good summer. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Uh, so today we are joined by our guest, Pat Castles. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being, for being on, on the show. show. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm a, a Simpsons fan. This was a very serendipitous uh, uh, invitation. Yeah. I'm happy to accept. Tell us, tell us how it happened. Tell us what went down. Uh, I bumped into you mm-hmm. uh, at Jay's Bar, I guess, to be specific about which bar <laughs> it was. Is that a good bar? It's a, it's good a great bar. one. <laughs> okay, good. That's why, I guess, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a really seedy place. We both, when we saw each other in there, it was like You were the only people that looked like you had read a quarter of Infinite Jest and you <laughs> gravitated toward each other. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how we met, actually. No, 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 Jay's Bar is a great, I don't know, I'm plugging it so hard now, but like. <laughs> Jay's Bar is my life. <laughs> I wouldn't I live say. there now. <laughs> you go to Jay's Bar, you go to Garage Pizza afterward at there. <laughs> it's the same strip mall. You never have to leave. And yeah. I do yoga, then I go to sushi. Oh yeah, there is yoga upstairs. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about LA. I is that you have you have to learn that there are really nice things in strip malls. That was a big adjustment. Right. It's uh, true. That is that has one of the best sushi places in town. One of Does the best it? bars in town. Yeah, Saito's oh, sushi or Saito's yeah. sushi. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it, but you know what? Place. There's a great Indian place there. <laughs> Hi, hello. I thought you were going to say, that's the thing about L.A. There's uh, there's, uh, yeah. there's always going to be yoga upstairs. Yeah, that's, and, that uh, too. Because, you, it's, because yoga is heaven? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> because that is the higher powers uh, downward dog. But there is a yoga studio above you guys right now, oh, yeah. actually. Right. So if you hear thumping, it's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, so the episode that we're talking about today is Lisa on Ice. Uh, which is an episode that obviously is near and dear and has a bunch of very famous quotes in it. Uh, but why did you choose this episode? Um, well, you had, uh, when, you know, when you kind of uh, invited me on the show, you kind of gave me a brief rundown. You said, you know, try and pick a show, an episode. The only rule is like, you know, hasn't already been done on the show and maybe has some kind of emotional resonance to you. So I thought about that. That was actually kind of hard because I love The Simpsons. But at the same time, I, and I know that deep down it means a lot to me, but at the same time, I think I'm, I think I kind of watched it sociopathically, like just for the <laughs> jokes, you know what I mean? Really? So when I, I think so. I mean, this was kind of a cool exercise though. And like, yeah, what does it actually mean to me in a, in a weird way? So, and then I, tr- so I was trying to think of something that was both had, s- that kind of felt somehow emotional, yet you ha- I assume all the best ones have been done already. So this was a good one. When, when this one came in my head, I was like, it's not the most famous episode, even though it's really good. It's not like the monorail episode or anything. Right. I know the show has a lot of heart, but I think I'm. I think I'm. I, I like like a good joke more than <laughs> a, like a good story, which is kind of a weird way to be. I like both when they're both doing great. Right. Um, I always compared it like I'm more into the Far Side than Calvin and Hobbes, um, which sometimes sometimes offends people. 
but yeah, I, my my heart hurts. Sorry, <laughs> I know, but but, <laughs> but that's totally a great comparison. It. Like it I, I totally completely get it. Yeah, I I think I mean I'm sure if I had if I, I it might just be a, it might just be an, it was not if it, if it had been introduced to me I could feel totally different and but just yeah like the far side I think it's brilliant but totally. it's also admittedly like very like um it's not about it's just like you know it's one panel it's a joke it's a usually yeah. a weird sciencey joke not yeah. like a not like a family circusy kind of joke not that I'm comparing cow, not no, that I'm comparing no, 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 no. to the family circus <laughs> oh man we're gonna have so many emails of like just enraged I'm like saying the f- don't mention baby blues because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to piss off we, the baby blues people yeah. yeah let's talk about zits <laughs> New, uh, that's a different podcast what's the dog one I forget uh, Marmaduke. Snoopy? Marmaduke. Marmaduke was never. Did you say in Snoopy? <laughs> yeah, it was. That's that that's, 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 that's actually the more comic strip. Dog one. It's yeah, and that's good. topical too because the Charlie Brown movie's coming out. Oh, hey. Yeah. We or peanuts. Those guys on. I suppose peanuts. <laughs> yeah, we should. I'm, wait, I'm holding out for the Zitz I, movie personally. Oh, yeah. Can I ask you a question yeah. off of your appreciation for jokes versus, yeah. um, not like it is versus line drawn in the sand but you said you prefer jokes over story sometimes or at least you were when yeah. you were watching this totally yeah i think i think sometimes I'm, i sometimes i lean joke first more right. than emotion first it's a problem off of that <laughs> do you find that you enjoy family guy a little bit more i don't yeah i don't I mean i don't like it more than the simpsons but i do like it and i think because i don't ca- like it but it totally like i watch that right. it's just a joke machine like i have no i don't i think yeah some people are do seem turned off by that because it seems kind of heartless um, right. And it doesn't really bother me that much, but it's certainly I'm watching it for different reasons. Um, I just, um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think definitely like I'm not bothered by like the lie. I just know what right. I'm getting into. You know what I mean? Totally. Right. Right. And the sim, I mean, but the best is when it's both like a show like 30 rock or something or the, or the Simpsons yeah. I feel like, or shows that ba- are balancing both. You're I, right. Yeah. You're right. And did you watch Kimmy Schmidt too? Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. Kimmy Schmidt was, I think that show is hilarious yeah but you're right it was like a perfect blend of joke machine and story and heart yeah so but if you put a gun to my ideally i love both but for a like a sitcom or a cartoon if you put a gun to my head and i had to pick a show that had good jokes and okay (laughs) story or uh okay story and great story and bad jokes or no jokes i would probably pick the former but great story and and no jokes or bad jokes well, oh, now I'm all, now which, I'm all my which own one? Logic. There's a gun to your head. You're nervous. It's exactly. hard. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I mean, what I would actually do, gun to my head, I would use my Taekwondo. <laughs> oh, Bring, whoa. Suddenly I got the gun. <laughs> yeah. Now it's on you. Who uses that ever <laughs> yeah. in like real life situations, by the way? I mean, I'm sure there are like five people like that use self-defense actual self defense techniques. Yeah, Listeners, let us know. Have L- yeah. you use self defense? Next crusty Q. Have you ever used <laughs> And I want full details. Like, who is this person? Yeah, what is I, what is this? Forty characters is Law and Order episode. Yeah, don't screen grabs of essays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's anyway. Sorry want. for that tangent. Just to get back to your original question, um, I so yeah. So this one was um, I was trying to think of one that was um, had emotional connection to me, and um, for whatever reason, I was having trouble thinking of that one. And then ultimately, this one I think um, a it's hilarious. It, a it's it, you know, and but b um, when I was growing, it's about Bart and Lisa. And they're competitive with each other. It's about their kind of sibling rivalry, which there aren't that many episodes about in The Simpsons. Like, usually it's Homer and Lisa or it's Homer and Marge or something like that. Um, and I grew up with two brothers. We were about the same age apart as – same age apart from each one another yeah. as um, Bart and Lisa. And two of them play hockey. They played hockey. So there's a lot about this episode that were kind of like – brought a lot of like family um, emotional stuff. As you call, as you people call them, <laughs> yeah. for me. Uh, so that was that was probably the main motivating reason, and it's just a great episode that I think uh, 
I realize there's probably no, for you guys, there's no such thing as a unknown episode, but right. it seems like a little, like it's not, it's not in that, like those five, it's not like the monorail or the, you know, I don't know. The last like, exit of Springfield. But you yeah. know what though? <laughs> I feel like every time either somebody volunteers what they believe is the top five or we it's ask them, different. it's always different. And I think that's the case too with jokes that you believe everyone knows boo words, which yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. But there's, uh, you know, you'd be surprised at how many jokes you feel are so universally like beloved that are maybe just you and your friends or your family. And that's nice. I yeah. think that's always fun to discover that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, when I went through this, I, I, I just kind of briefly looked at the summary of the episode and it was like there were certain jokes that I completely... There was I going into as soon as I remember the episode I was like I remember this joke I remember this joke and this joke those are like those are all amazing I'm definitely doing this episode and then to prepare for this I just kind of glanced at like the, you know Wikipedia like summary and like it for I just remember they don't even tell you the jokes in the Wikipedia page but like just from reading the story yeah yeah like, like oh, yeah, connected that, that, that happens so yeah <laughs> certain ones stick more than others but. They're all pretty good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> off of that, um, for people that haven't seen the episode in a while, we always like to read. We have our Simpsons episode guidebooks, our huge spider squashing guidebooks. Excuse me. Um, and so we... Thank you. I always like to read uh, the first paragraph to sort of summarize um, the basics of the episode. At a school assembly, Principal Skinner announces a new system of academic alerts that warn parents when their children are doing poorly in school. Ralph William... Blah, blah. Ralph... Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. You can I'll do leave. it again. We could edit I'll it. I'll leave. No. I want people <laughs> to hear. Wrong. This is real. I want people to hear the real process. <laughs> We're peeling back that curtain. Uh, there is no wizard in the Wizard of Oz. Ralph Wiggum and Nelson Muntz are called on stage and given warnings, but everyone is surprised when the principal singles out Lisa for failing gym. The gym teacher tells Lisa she will not fail her if she joins a sports team outside of school. But Lisa is unsuccessful at every peewee sport she tries at the Springfield Youth Center. Which, by the way, that whole sequence of her going through all <laughs> the sports yeah. is so delightful. Yeah, you got the, the ball hitting her in the face. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was our oh only yeah, ball. Yeah. There's no team this year. Oh, so yeah, good. her popping the ball in her hair. What are the other sports that she tries? Well, the, the yeah, what were they? I know. I remember the yeah. ball just hitting her in the face over and over. The yeah. spiky thing is one I remember. That's my yeah. favorite. The that, oh, that ball. That's my favorite joke. I don't think she does like swimming or anything. No. no. And it's so, the way they do that, so it, like it hits her head. It's like such a long scene. It's like. <laughs> yeah. She, Did you ever do quiet. peewee sports when you were younger? Yeah, I, I cycled through a few of them. Kind of Lisa like, like did none of them really stuck. Like I did um, little league uh, baseball um, for like a year maybe. That was probably the, and then I did um, CYO basketball for like one season, and then I did. Um, uh, what? I was on a bowling team briefly. You were on a bowling team? How old were you? Pretty young, like probably too young for it. What? Like, really? I don't know. They maybe never kids too young. do bowling. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it was that. It age feels like a niche market <laughs> YouTube video corner of the world. I, I don't must, know. Yeah, I must have been like I couldn't have been older than thirteen. I feel like once you're thirteen, you're doing stuff through school. If anything else, yeah. Like, right? Once you hit, once you hit like junior high or high school, and I, I want basketball little league. And that mm, I did indoor soccer for like indoor soccer was the one I actually kind of enjoyed because I did that for like two more than one season. Yeah, that sounds like fun. But yeah, nothing ever really. I never really. I just wasn't my thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's what about a, you, Allie? I'm so jealous. I've never done any kind of extracurricular activity other than like I don't know. I never did any kind of sports or anything that let you hang out with your friends outside of school. Really? What did you do? I just went home and wrote music. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Did your parents well, ever like nudge you to do anything or was it just No, they I wish a they I yeah. wish. <laughs> I'm I actually, you know, I I hate to to I, I sometimes make them feel bad about it. It's the one thing that I'm just oh like, no. why didn't I get to do this? Oh Everyone no. else got to do this. I'm sure that kills them, Ellie. It does. <laughs> oh no. It must be hard being a parent because I think you, there's just as much, like there's that weird pressure of like, you don't want to be that parent from like, you know, uh, what's that James Vanderbeek movie? Like uh, oh, Varsity Blues. Varsity like, Blues, he's pushing him. You know, or I like, don't want your life. Yeah, good pull. Yeah, great pull. Thank I was, you. Uh, I remember it because then they um, made fun of it in Not Another Teen Movie. Oh. Do you guys yeah. remember that movie? And he's like, I don't want your wife. It was like <laughs> a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, um, both of my parents, or both of my siblings before me had gotten the full, like, we're going to try everything. We're going to try photography. We're going to try guitar. We're going to try all these different things. And they were just like, I don't like any of these things. And I think by the time, because I'm, I'm the youngest, I think by that time they're just like, you're going to end up fine no matter what we do. Right, right. There's <laughs> something... Pretty funny and weird and awesome about um, the, like the last kid to join the pack and yeah, and totally. <laughs> yeah just even second kids first you see kid like worst. yeah yeah oh, you see a stark boy. difference in parenting between first and second kids first kids everything is like you know made into a pillow every surface is a pillow <laughs> and yeah. you just are so careful with that kid and uh, a couple friends of mine just had their second kid and um, they were bringing it to a Dodger game when it was like three months old or something <laughs> crazy with headphones. I actually don't believe that that's great. Not just for the kid, but also it's a bummer to everybody else. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but anyway, like, you know, in that spirit of w- you're going to be fine. on the baby? Yeah, like the noise canceling so that it doesn't get affected by like for people shouting. Some podcasts. Oh. Yeah, for the listen to some podcasts, catch up on Marin. You know, <laughs> you know he's really Obama been getting some. There. Obama was <laughs> the baby's very concerned about <laughs> the right. state of America <laughs> and wants to catch up on like, that. We just skip the first hour, ten minutes of this. I don't yeah. care about his upcoming shows. So this is later in the episode, but when uh, you have uh, Homer pretty much trying to say like, "Admit it, Marge, you like Lisa better." Uh, no, I don't. Do you like Bart better then? No, I don't. Well, it can't be Maggie. She hasn't done anything. And then a, a beer bottle flies yeah. at, at Homer's head and uh, she grabs it and yeah. saves him. Oh, that's a great joke. It's a great joke. Yeah. I totally forgot about this. Maggie really jokes funny. are far and few between, but they really hit. Like yeah, they, I know. They, it's, such a, it's such a fun little treat that you are not expecting. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like totally. if they went to a Maggie joke constantly, I mean, it wouldn't, it work. wouldn't work. And it would just be kind of weird and it wouldn't fit in with the tone of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It totally. just feel a little bit wackier than you want it to yeah i remember that uh when i think it's when i think it's the episode where lisa uh like the girl is smarter than lisa or no there's lisa's rival yeah or maybe it's bart but anyway like lisa's talked someone's talking about how everyone has a nemesis and lisa's like even maggie has that oh. baby with the one <laughs> eyebrow, oh, one eyebrow. Yeah. And there's this moment of them like I, which i think which is a great establishing like moment of that character that they it go it to comes a back lot. right yeah yeah, totally. yeah I, I don't i, I was wondering and if about you've that. seen um was it an Oscar-winning short or at least an Oscar yes. Oscar-winning short? Um, Which they I think played at the Hollywood Bowl show. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, from cool. last Oscars, I think, 2014, yes. where it was a short that uh, The Simpsons people made of um, Maggie going to this like Ayn Rand kind of preschool, yeah. and there's like the baby with the one eyebrow, and you know there's like a rivalry, and they work <laughs> together. It's really great. Yeah. You should find it online if you're listening. Yeah, check that out. And it's watch really it. Cool. Um, and it was great to see at the Hollywood Bowl. If you mm-hmm. can find a time machine, go back and watch <laughs> it at the Hollywood Bowl. It was very good. Uh, my favorite. I think my favorite joke that I just remembered from this episode. I think I. I'm not just saying this because we're talking about this episode. I th- it might be my favorite joke of, uh, in the whole show. It's where I think, if, I can, if this is not the episode, I could be told that I'll be embarrassed. But like when she's like, this is really scary. Well, if it was two jokes, doesn't she? No, she's uh, 
she's like, this could really hurt my career. And she has this like nightmare scenario where she's like about to get like the presidential like medal of free or but she's about to be sworn in as the first non-gay woman president. Oh yeah. And then, but right before they do, some reporter comes up <laughs> and he's like, wait, wait, um, Lisa Simpson got an F in, uh, in jail. Oh yeah. And then he's like, I sentence you to a lifetime on monster Island. And he's like, oh, yeah. and then he goes, don't worry. It's just a name. And then Cut a hard to. cuts to them running. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And she's like, he said it was just a name. And he's like, yeah, what he meant was monster Island is just a peninsula. I know. <laughs> so the that island joke. Aspect, I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I mean, I've learned, I learned so much when Mike Scully was on this show, but that joke now, like, cause he wrote this episode, yeah. um, is so specific to something that he said on the podcast about, always striving for making an element of each episode of The Simpsons warrant it being animated. So, oh, that's a really yeah, cool... Yeah, you don't want to really write cool. an episode of The Simpsons that could just be acted out with real actors in real life. Yeah. So it's sort of the opposite of Certainly that, that scene way. in that episode. Yeah, it's certainly that moment, and specifically in the episode that he presented in, in uh, when we talk to him bar marge be not proud where like you know the security guard the menacing security guard turns into a chair and like it's like everywhere <laughs> but yeah that moment is like so scully <laughs> it's That's so great. good yeah yeah because yeah, it's just like these it's also like just classic like b japanese b movie yeah. monsters <laughs> and, just, and i love like lying like little like languagey jokes like that it's just such a and me it, too and, it, and it's such a i bet like you could just see them writing that too where it's like they're like okay she has this fantasy and then like it's this, it's like a fantasy that turns into a weird side dystopian sci-fi. It's just, I don't know, it's such a fun tangent yeah, that they allow yeah. themselves. I thought it was great. Yeah, and they're filled, every episode is filled with those kind of tangents that mm. don't diminish from the story and don't, yeah. like, they don't exceed their stay by any <laughs> second. It's great. Um, so this episode, like, as it says in the episode guide, starts uh, in, like, the auditorium scene. Yeah. And I always love uh, any Principal Skinner like stuff that comes on on the intercom oh it's God, always it's so, so good. good but this one in particular there are two things i like though this is your principal principal skinner from the principal's office uh we have a meeting in the like auditorium oh no i'm coming no, to you from the principal's office yeah we have a meeting what is it called the butorium or something oh yeah oh oh yeah i shouldn't have let the students pick <laughs> that one Here, oh yeah the butthead memorial auditorium yeah, oh yeah that's yeah. yeah, so butthead memorial it's so Damn, good i shouldn't let the kids decide that one yeah <laughs> Um, but this this leads to one of the most famous lines of The Simpsons, which is "Me fail English, that's impossible." Right, which wow. is just such a treat. But then also, just I don't know, he's Ralph is such a a sweetheart. I know. I won. I won. I know. <laughs> but yeah, "Me fail English, that's impossible." It's like the line that's heard round the world in dormitories, right. you know, and Spencer's gives everywhere. Yeah, for some <laughs> yeah, reason that's that that's stuck. A yeah, a it's interesting to see what lines stick. Totally. A lot totally. of them are Ralph lines. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why, like, Ralph? I mean, like... Uh, the why? Spencer's gift tastemakers of the world are really controlling this. Yeah, I guess it's the people that make t-shirts and any kind of merch that kind of dictate what is so popular. <laughs> the bumper stickers writers yeah. of the world? Yeah. Well, me yeah. feeling... It's, 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 very sh it's very short. Mm -hmm. Like, you can... It, it's, it's, I, it's, so, it's so succinct, you know? Right. It's such a clean joke. It's not, like, too... Like the Monster Island thing, you can really put on a T-shirt, even though it's so funny. Right, right. You don't need any. Oh, also, you it's don't need context. It's also yeah. It's it's self-contained. You no, don't yeah, need any context. It, yeah, just like I think a, it's a little like good tweet. That's a key to yeah. making a T-shirt that that really you know like dives into the culture. Guys, making we, yeah. Let's just start, let's start doing Spencer shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. market. Well, you know, this makes me think of another '90s era animated show, um, Doug. Where oh. do you remember his neighbor? Mm -hmm. That he had a goofy neighbor, and his yeah. whole job 
job was writing bumper stickers. I love that. That was his career, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could just cash money on yeah, bumper someone stickers. Someone must do lines. that, right? Yeah. I wonder. They would all be, well, it, like jokey bumper stickers anyway. Right. The thing, I'm not political enough to write bumper. I think that, because they all have like a meaning to them. There's no like yeah. nihilistic bumper stickers that are just like, fun is fun. It's always I like Jesus or like Jesus. Robbie or something. <laughs> I, I think I might actually, and I've talked to you off podcast about this before, Allie. OP. But I, uh, OP. Um, I think I might make some, I'm, tr- I'm making some merch. I'm going on tour in a little bit. So I'm making some merch. And I thought, huh, I really want to make bumper stickers that are just to the point yeah. and simple. Um, like I want to make a bumper sticker that's just black with white text that says, The Simpsons is a great show. Or yeah, just Sam nice. Rockwell is a great yeah. actor. Sell that one for our podcast. <laughs> we should. Yeah. We should. We're, we're going to stay tuned. We have merch coming up for yeah. the Simpsons Yeah, we have somebody that wants to help us out. And so wheels are turning. Just off of Spencer's gifts, okay? I, just, I was recently... Uh, I went to that. I went to a. I was home and I went uh, to a Monument Mall in a while. And I pat. You guys remember Hot Topic? Of course. Uh, uh, do I, I remember? I still. I. It still exists. So it is continuing to be in my brain. <laughs> well, it's so. So I, I hadn't been there since I was a kid, and it's totally different now. It's not. They is still it? exist. It's, it's really. <laughs> they really sold out. Whoa! Wait, <laughs> is it <laughs> is it more like Urban Outfitters? Is it? It's more like no, Spencer's Gifts. Like wow, really? It's not gothy at all anymore. There's oh, nothing no. goth. N- there's no a- AFI. Oh. <laughs> uh, the I hardly uh, hardly a lip ring to be found. My goodness! It's just more like I mean, it might just be. I mean, I'm sure it could just be responding to like what I'm sure it's responding to what kids want it's, it's like honestly just, right, just like bazinga shirts or like yeah uh, i do remember the sad little scott corner in every hot topic totally. when i was growing up and i'd be like <laughs> oh these checker tights are real nice maybe 37 dollars <laughs> where's my mom <laughs> i think maybe just because i just remember when i was a kid it was like um or not, you know, it was like the entrance was like, cur- like it looked like a timber it was be steel i know and like, uh, it looked very yeah. very dungeon like and now it's I'm Maybe sad. kids are just more well adjusted now. They don't need it. That's a good thing. <laughs> they don't need goths. No, there will always be goths. Now they're like weird mermaid goths, though. They're all like about the mashup. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm making this shit up as I go along. We're like we're so curmudgeonly. If you are a mermaid, <laughs> they all like goth, mermaids now. If you like, if you that's the new steampunk. It's sea punk. Anyway, uh, uh, if, if there if there was something that uh, Hot Topic would sell that's from this episode, I think it would be the Mr. Honey Bunny necklace. Yeah, oh. you're right. Which I, which I think is such a great moment because you know. So in this episode, uh, for those that haven't seen it in a while, there and as Pat mentioned, there's this sibling rivalry. You suddenly have Lisa comes out and uh, as like this great uh, goalie, which is, by the way, that finding out that she's a great goalie is hilarious. Yeah. Bart just keeps kicking stuff at her. And uh, Apu <laughs> just like, maybe she's going to be a good goalie. Only one way to find out. And yeah. And just puck something at her. Might as well throw another uh, <laughs> just to see if it was a fluke. Exactly. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. And, fighting. and uh, the way that, that Bart kind of pays uh, revenge is after there's this very long <laughs> hug session. <laughs> I think I'm all hugged out, Mom. All right, one more. Yeah. What are you doing in my room? And he's just like, I have your uh, uh, Mr. Honey Bunny. And just like, that was your beloved childhood toy. Mr. Honey yeah. Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> Immediately so sad. And, but I love the idea of like, 
this toy means nothing to him until sh- he's reminded, of course. Like, this was your toy. That's oh, no. Basic right, sibling right. science. <laughs> that's, that's what that is right there. Oh, exactly. And then she has it like a, like a, like Colonel Kurtz or something around his neck, like this horror, like gothic totally. thing at the end to taunt him with it. Yeah, well, Lisa's gotten like, she becomes like so in it. Like, yeah. I yeah. the line is, Homer says something just like, I have the tiger, uh, something of a teen. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but... It's when he's just talking about how terrifying and menacing she is and how excited he is by her. Yeah, it's nice that she's like, I mean, you were saying before, like, it's kind of one thing, it's kind of, it's, it's a, her trajectory isn't, like, predictable. It kind of, she's very, she's a lot more, like, when she finds out she's bad at sports, she's not, like, embarrassed. She's, like, angry, you know? She's oh, like, who cares about I sports? Laugh. It's a nice, it's just like a, yeah. And then she winds up I, I got the um, hockey. Yeah, I got the line. Yeah. Um, okay, so Lisa says, Hey, Mil- she's like super raged out at this point. Hey, Milos, knock him down if he's in your way. Jimbo, Jimbo, go for the face. Look, Ralph Wiggum lost his shin guard. Hack the bone. Hack the, Hack bone. the bone. And Homer says, wow, I have the tiger mouth of a teamster. <laughs> That's great. Um, so there, the there, there are a ton of great um, moments from everybody in this episode. Marge is great. We address that, uh, or like Homer and Maggie. But my favorite thing in this entire episode is the weirdest thing in this entire episode. And we uh, should have like a little jingle every yeah. time we talk about the weird. Oh, oh weirdest. We it's like. Doo 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 doo. <laughs> is it like Twilight? It's a three-minute song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that that would be comedy. Bang bang. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Marge is talking about how dangerous hockey is. Yeah. And says, look at Milhouse's teeth. Opens and has yeah. Milhouse's teeth in her hand. Because they got knocked out earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bart says, Mom, stop showing us those. <laughs> and then later, Milhouse comes to the door with a doctor and says, do you have my teeth? And Marge <laughs> just looks at the table with the teeth in her hand and goes, no. Oh, yeah. And puts them back in her pocket. We should we should we should seriously have a jingle for that because I feel like every episode has that really weird element. Off of that, this is something I wanted to talk about that I completely forgot about this episode. Um, maybe that's another segment. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, did you know or did that's you? That's kind of what this podcast is for me right now. It's just like, oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this I know. Just, just unpacking it. Yeah, but there's a moment where uh, toward the end of the episode, they're all gathered around the dinner table, and then Mo shows up. In in hey like Midge. hey Midge yes in like a way to reveal that he of course is a gambling man and he owes tons of money to the mob and so he apparently yeah without saying explicitly that he has bet on this game he's bet on this game yeah. and so he's just checking in yeah, on the yeah, family uh, anything uh, anything the gambling community uh, would not be aware of that could help me out. and he's like they're gonna ta- they're gonna take my thumbs they're gonna and take love, my thumbs I love uh, Marge saying this like you caught me at a real bad time Mo I'm not really in a position where I can pretend that I like you ah, which <laughs> and and the way that she reacts in that scene um, makes it seem like he comes over all the time which he kind of does but yeah. he kind of doesn't <laughs> but it's just so funny it's so random and, and I, I was love Midge I love oh, it I love Midge <laughs> yeah and um, yeah yeah, I feel like that scene, it got me a little bummed out because it it happened so quickly in the episode and yeah. I could just sense that in the room it must have been like, we got to do this. Yeah. And maybe they were hoping it would it would be a little bit more prominent, but I'm glad that we we are able to rewatch it and appreciate the, the it. The Mo scene? As adults. When yes. the part we, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. He's also, yeah, it's, it's, there is that weird, like, I feel like that, again, we were talking before uh, about how, um, uh, it's kind of the beginning. This might. This is sort of an early instance of like Ralph, an early Ralph Wiggum. Maybe I don't know how early it is, but like the kind of uh, before Ralph Wiggum was kind of maybe the cult classic character. I know maybe the, the go-to Spencer's Gifts T-shirt boy. But also Mo is kind of like pathetic. I, the, I'm probably. I'm sure these things were already established because this is season six. But like 
you know, like, I don't know, like Moe's gambling. Like, I don't know. I love Moe's kind of abstract dark, dark, dark world. Yeah. Yeah. Always dealing with some illegal animal or something like that. Totally. Off of off of you mentioning season six, um, I know this is a little late in the podcast to to mention that this is episode two, F is in Frank zero five. Original air date was November thirteenth, nineteen ninety four. Writer, of course, we've mentioned is Mike Scully. Director Bob Anderson. Executive producer David Merkin. You nerds. <laughs> they ask for that. Um, I don't think we've talked about it yet, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but uh, another very famous moment of this episode uh, is the, I'm going to move my arms like this, and if yes. you get in the, in the way, that's yeah. your fault. And yeah, that's such a good joke. But then leading it to Homer, of course. I know. Marge, or Marge. Homie. <laughs> Sorry. Homie, don't eat that pie. I know. Well, I'm going to move my <laughs> mouth like this in this biting motion. And if you get eaten pie, that's your fault. And then he bangs his head. He just Still gives up. Still messes it up, yeah. He gobble, gobble, gobbles it. You know, as, uh, as someone that doesn't regularly exercise, I think that the only time my body moves in such large motions is when I'm acting out the scene of <laughs> <laughs> Barton. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Hey, that's good cardio. You got your yeah, arms yeah, moving. Or then it's maybe you could alternate with your, your <laughs> legs kicking. Ooh, we should do like a Simpsons workout class. Yeah, we should. Ooh, yeah. As if we could brand our lives even further into <laughs> this TV show. Um, <laughs> you do the Mr. Bird, the powwow Indian thing. When One high, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My friend Casey uh, does that every time we we work, we volunteer at a sleepaway camp together. And so he, we have like a AM Fitness and we always do one high, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that Indian was like. Indian we should do that. Indian we should. squats or something that like that. That was like a full cool. story that I just compressed into one sentence. Did that you like good, that? Though. Thank yeah. you. Thank Very you concise. so much. Um, we were talking about like famous lines from this episode earlier um, with uh, me fail English. That's impossible. Another line from this that I completely forgot was in it. Um, that's something that uh, my dad and I especially really, really loved. Um, and I have the quote in front of me. Um, so Homer and Lisa enter her hockey team's locker room. And Homer says, I don't want anyone to give her a hard time just because she's different. No jokes, no taunting. And he starts laughing uproariously and points at a shirtless ooter. <laughs> Look, that kid's got bosoms. Who's got a wet towel? And then, of course, he grabs a towel and starts snapping at him as he's chasing him around the locker room, yeah. which is just hilarious in and of itself. But then ooter says, like, be careful. I am filled with chocolate. <laughs> it's like such a weird, funny joke. It's don't deconstruct that joke. Yeah, don't look <laughs> any further into it than you need to. Uder's such a great character to cut Uder's to. Uder's great, and I love, uh, yeah, Uder, I think of that episode, and then I think of the, the Treehouse of Horror. That's what I was going to say. the two that I think of. Is Uder in that one? Which yeah, yeah, that's when uh, you might say... There's a little ooter in all of us. Which oh I believe, yeah. Which I believe you might that even tree. Say we're eating ooter <laughs> right now. I love. I love that joke build of yeah, like kind of cheesy, like on the nose, but then just blatantly saying it, it is yeah. so yeah. fun yeah. for me. And I think that that Treehouse of Horror is in this season because this is season six, it's and so they started Treehouse of Horrors in season two. That's way now. Um, uh, another Marge line that I really love is, it's just making her so mom. And <laughs> I love it. Lisa says, like, did you really think I did a good job, Mom? And she says, absolutely, honey. By blocking the net, I think you really helped the uh, team. That's great. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. My <laughs> God. I mean, the more Mom Marge oh gets, God. the more I, I freaking love her. Yeah, and one of the quotes that we talk about all the time, I'm hyperventilating because I love it so much, is when Bart is no longer able to hang out with Homer because Homer is hanging out with Lisa. Yeah. Marge is like, you could hang out with me. Oh, that's this episode? Yeah, why don't we play the basketball? And they go outside, 
uh, watch out for the shack, shack attack. attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> face, I said, watch out. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's so good. Watch and I like her having. Shack attack. Again, I like, like yeah. the Newton reference. There's a, the Newton reference in the beginning of the episode where eat up Jimbo writes, or one of the bullies writes, eat up Martha. Beat up Martin and it becomes Eat Up Martin. Oh, yeah. But that's another. Eat which up is, Martha. Eat up Martha. Which is very of its time because Newtons don't exist anymore. But that <laughs> but also, that early, was like that early was iPad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I love all of these little like um, winks to what was happening at that specific time period. Yeah. You know, so this is 1994. Um, Steve Jobs was just a young, hopeful, you know, whippersnapper running totally. Apple computers. And he, he had an idea that we were going to have pocket computers. And boy, George, did he do it. <laughs> um, by George, boy, George, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I love <laughs> and the idea. Boy, George. Bo- and boy, boy George, George he did. did he do it. Like and then better. it cuts to like Steve that. Jobs, like with a wig and he right. looks like boy George. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'll write that sketch. I will never finish. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's that. And then, yeah, there's the shack attack. And I also love going back to the bully thing. I love any time that they like make a nod that bull that Martin, not Martin, sorry, Nelson, the bully has sort of like assistance. Like he is sort of like the CEO of bully Inc at Springfield elementary. And so, you know, having his uh, assistants be on the Newton and also just having a Newton. They take it it seriously. They schedule it. It's not bullying is a job for them. And there's like, there's a episode where he's like, there's a couple of episodes. Another one is like, where he's like, uh, you're, like when's the last time we beat you up? Yeah. And they're like, uh, about like uh, yesterday. He's like, you're due. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like they're like, we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have done it if you weren't due. But like, you know, they have this. Schedule but then also, coming. like the like we were been going really hard on his upper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What he was has the it? glasses. It's like we've been working Bart's like torso a lot. So let's go for the arms today. Yeah, like, I love they that. Just have this chart. Yeah. I know. I just I love that, that. There's like kind of this. Well, they they they're very passionate about being bullies, and there's like a kind of like, you know artfulness to how they go about their lives. And also one of them like is an adult based. They, they, there's yeah, a joke I know. Who's, like, in his, like, thir- like, like mo- uh, home, uh, Principal Skinner's like, most of you probably don't remember our last centennial, like, except Carney. And like, he's yeah, just like, he's oh, shaving. Yeah. He's uh-huh. like, oh yeah, like the, the something or other is really broad. It was, he's like, got a son too, I think. Yeah, he's got oh, a son. He's wow. the son that he has says, I sleep in a drawer. Oh, That's where that <laughs> came that. from. Um, another uh, Homer joke I like. Homer is just so consistently funny in this episode. Yeah. Um, and something that I think is so impressive is that, like, he could come across as a jerk in this episode based on, like, all the things he's trying to make his kids do mm-hmm. and putting up against each other, but it's just loving, and it's just fun, and it's kind of that, like, it is an emotional episode, but it's also, it's just so many good jokes, and one of the things I love so much is um, <laughs> when we realize that Lisa's good at hockey, uh, Homer says to Bart, think of all the time I wasted on you! Well, not wasted. (laughs) (laughs) It's just this very competitiveness thing that I love. Uh, It comes up again or even maybe earlier in the episode of just like, uh, I think it might be in the guidebook, but um, this just like, if you don't win, I'll kill you. Just kidding. And then he glares at Bart, and Bart is just terrified. Yeah, or your rabbit, yeah. I think, or something. Or no, is it you? Yeah, I'll kill you. He's like, ha ha, just kidding. <laughs> and Bart, like, recoils. I mean, yeah, it's, I think you're right that it's like, it, it does work because Homer's so likable. And it, I think that, yeah, he, it, all, it all comes from a place of love. Like, he just really wants to, like, he's just really proud of his kids. It's just kind of this warped Homer version of it, that pitting yeah. them against each other. Um, and I think that 
Yeah, he's such, but he's such a, he's so, like, he's so misguided in this episode. It's really right. funny. And there's a great uh, line that I just found um, from that scene. I mean, the way that this episode is shot, it's really cinematic. Mm-hmm. I really love the way that shot, I always say that, no, the way that, that it's sense. put together. Yeah. Um, uh, especially as the episode's leading up to them playing this big hockey game, and there's this music build, yeah. and, like, all this, everything's at stake. And uh, Homer says, oh, my God, Marge, a penalty shot, penalty shot, excuse me, with only four seconds left. It's your child versus mine, which is so funny. Uh, He goes, the winner will be showered with praise. The loser will be taunted and booed until my throat is sore. (laughs) Yeah. Homer can get very poetic from time to time when he wants to. Yeah. When he's he's, he's excited about something. I, I don't think he's aware of how poetic he's being. I, think I just remember you remind me because in that same area, this is this is okay. That I feel like we're just li- I'm just listing off jokes as they as I remember we them. We usually bounce around. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the monster. It's like another just brilliant little verbal joke, like the Monster Island thing, um, which we talked about, right? The Monster Island joke. We did. Yeah, yeah sorry. So. Uh, the but at the very end when they're facing off and half the audience loves Bart and half loves Lisa and they go, oh, yeah. uh, "Kill Bart! Kill Bart! Kill Bart! Kill Bart!" Kill Bart. Kill Bart. <laughs> it's so funny. It was like a little English. It was such a brilliant little English it's lesson so of how good. just a comma can change the thing. But it's a really, and again, that's like the me fail English thing. It's such a, such a neat, simple yeah, joke. Yeah, I, I really love grammatical so jokes. Concise. Me too. Yeah, they Those just feel like such smart. a nod. Yeah, from the Harvard boys. Can I read the stuff you may have missed? Please do. Sure. Some yeah. of these are. Stuff you may have missed. Stuff you may have missed. <laughs> Stuff you may have missed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need a jingle. We need like a soundboard. I, I like the live jingle every oh, time it's different. okay. I know, but I feel like uh, this podcast will definitely evolve where we will be like, boo, 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 boo. like well, I'll just be press us a button. We're going to be robots by the end of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With uh, a single tear crying because yeah. we forget we're a robot. <laughs> yep. And we, we fritz out. Okay. Stuff you may have missed. Some of these are really random and basic. Homer teases Maggie with his beer can at the beginning of the episode. Okay. Thank you so oh. guys so much. <laughs> the logo on Dolph's Newton is of a worm coming out of an apple as opposed to the standard uh, just apple. Okay. Yeah. Legally distinct probably. Legally, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one I like. The slogan of the Springfield Youth Center reads, Building Unrealistic Hope Since 1966. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and I'm sure that's even a nod to something specific in 1966. Apu has a picture of the original Quickie Mart hanging in his home. The first Quickie was last seen in Homer and Apu. Ah, uh, great. When Homer's head hits the top of the stove, it makes a large dent. Ah. You guys, did you miss that? Did you want to? Okay. Oh, there's one last one. A sign from Moe's Tavern at the skating rink reads, the 70s are back, so let's drink like it. Another sign reads, hey, kids, menthol moose says smoke Laramies. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's fun. That is fun. So when the poo, the first Quickie Mart, they're referencing, like, it's not the one from the show. It's like a... Well, there was a whole episode yeah. where um, Homer and Apu went to the first Quickie Mart mm-hmm. to ask questions of like the yeah the supreme like leader of the whole Quickie Mart, and it's on the top of like Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, and that's like the that. photo of his thing. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Funny. Some that's some great. high peak. Anytime you get like a a, a shot in this, uh, especially like I'm sure by now they've like had whole episodes devoted to every single character, but like in the early days, I feel like they. Anytime you got a, sh- especially it usually was a phone call like that. You just get a glimpse inside someone's apartment. Yes. And you kind of get like, what's their world I love like? Especially that. when it's Smithers. Yeah, yeah. yeah Smithers. You, like, I you, love yeah. Smithers. Me I think too. his is my favorite like personal life Me journey. Too. Yeah. He's does he come out of the closet like officially in the show yet? I feel like there's been a lot he of never, turns. I don't think. I mean, I have not seen every single episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. But uh, to my knowledge, I I think 
No. Yeah. I don't think so. Which is fine. I remember Barney's apartment was pretty horrible when you yeah. when Homer has to stay there for a night. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a... I also love uh, they, the Simpsons come home to their family after they were in, um, I think, the episode you only knew twice. And it's Lenny just sitting at the table. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please don't tell anyone how I live. Please I love it. Did someone pick that episode? I could have. Has that episode been done already? You only moved twice? Matt Myra. Matt Myra did. Because uh, he is I'm obsessed he's, he's Mr. James Bond. Yeah, Mr. James Bond. I'm glad I didn't even. I'm glad I never considered that episode because I would have been heartbroken that I couldn't do it because it's <laughs> right. so, so funny. That has the jo- joke where he's like, Mr. Hank Scorpio gives him his jacket and he's like, I never gave you my jacket. And then he's, not, he's wearing it <laughs> yeah. backwards. And there's, so no code ha- there's no code hooks. In the whole building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But These the fact weird that little I, don't know, I, know, I know it's tweaks. not, I'm sure you guys already chewed that episode, but it just, it's a great <laughs> No, no, we, we can spill over. But yeah, it's, it's a great episode. And, you know, uh, the fact that you were even able to pick one episode just to speak on today. Impressive. Yeah, yeah, it, it was uh, It's hard picking a favorite child. So I think we should get to the, the kind of the, the reason that makes this episode so emotional. Yes. Is so you have all of this build up, all of this tension, all of this like butting heads between Lisa and Bart and they're winning their parents' affection. There's so much at play here. And then the game gets called because they both have these very sweet flashbacks of each, oth- each other's childhoods. Aww. And it's really, truly so sweet that even already having watched it once this morning, I just want to watch it again. Just the, the ice cream, uh, the what are some of the other things that happen in it? It's so sweet. Um, Bart falls off his skateboard and oh Lisa yeah, puts a bandage oh on. And, and yeah. Shadow puppet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and I love little Bart and Lisa. We don't see them. Yeah, it's so fun to see them. Uh, yeah, and it's so earnest too. Like there's never like none of those flashbacks. The ice cream thing kind of is sil- a silly visual, but like, yeah, it's, it's extremely genuine. But then it's and then like in true Simpsons form, it's like it's this beautiful, sweet ending. But then it's like surrounded like the the audience is so angry that the game and because there's this whole theme of like hockey is a violent sport, and then everyone gets pissed off. Uh, and the, the whole audience <laughs> goes like the, there's a big riot in the stadium. It's we so funny. We didn't even mention that uh, Wiggum, who's the coach of one of the teams, uh, lets all of the prisoners out. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Such a great <laughs> and, and it's this great. God, like, I can't believe how many jokes are in this. I feel like I've done this uh, in my own way of just like, all right, I'll let you out if you promise that you'll come back. It's like we can't promise that. And, all right, well, if you promise that you won't commit any more crimes, it's like we can't promise that. It's like. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Yes. <laughs> We're free. And they're all just clearly and going to commit case. So you have, like, you, it wouldn't be a Simpsons episode uh, if it didn't have the the laugh right after the very sweet uh, moment that we just have. So after the sweetness and they skate off, we have the rioting. We have Hans Molman who says, like, we came for blood. And yeah. then uh, you have everybody fighting. And then you get Snake, who's just like, if only they had had Pee-wee <laughs> sports when I was a lad. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Pulls out a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's perfect. We pay for blood is such a great line. That's Especially another, from like, Hans Molman. I know. It, that's what I was going to say. blood. <laughs> it's great. I think that's another one. That's something that my family, I think my brothers and I said a lot, like, anytime we're watching, like, I don't really know when it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, that's another thing that makes a quote, like, how applicable can it be? Exactly. And, like, I think one of our writers did a good, good uh, uh, Kyle Chimarata did a good article that was all about like 10 lines that 10 Simpsons quotes that should be I as like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't remember what, like, like what's the one that it, like that, like the Most Mayfield English. Used. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good one. They were like deep cut line, deeper cut lines. Anyway, I think uh, to me that, that Hans moment line, I feel like I used it a hundred times growing up. Anytime that we were like <laughs> unhappy with the, like 
the result of a sporting event or something like that, or if a sport for games boring. Yeah, or yeah, that's definitely a deep cut. Yeah, definitely a deep cut. But yeah, I can see how that also like. I feel like maybe Bourne's. I always go it to as an example. It's not a good one because a lot of people use it, but I feel like I use deep cut Simpsons lines uh, that are applicable to so many moments in life. Yeah. Um, but but I feel like maybe I'm the only one that like is using them. You know, I don't. I think I don't like. I don't throw them out. But I think what happens a lot is like you'll be at a party or something in a conversation, and someone will say like, they'll just say a line that's like, accidentally say a line that's like the beginning of the quote or something. You know what right. I mean? Like, or if it's like if someone just I mean this is not a great example because the line is very famous, but if someone did say like, oh yeah, I failed English, I feel like the first, I would just instinctively yeah, say me failed English. English. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like when when people ask, uh, what are your favorite Simpsons quotes? Like that's not how my brain operates. Yeah. It's just kind of. Yeah, just uh, stick around. Yeah, just <laughs> hang out and you'll see. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like... Um, if I ever hear Macho Man playing, I'll start singing the Nacho Hat song. Nacho, Nacho Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like any time that I, I say something that people be. would assume is just gibberish is most likely a Simpsons quote. Totally. The Nacho Hat thing was on my mind because I, I for some reason, before I read the summary, I was convinced that that was... Because that involves... That happens in the stands of a sporting event. So I was like, oh, that must be this episode. But that's just, this has another nacho joke where Homer's like, I love Bart. Bart scores a goal and he's like, I love Bart. And then Lisa blocks and goes, no, I love Lisa. And then Marge comes up with the nachos. He's like, oh, nachos, Marge, I love you. I think it's beer, but yes. Oh, beer. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of both of those things, one of my favorite Simpsons quotes of all time is, um, uh, do you like nachos? Yeah. You like yeah. football? Oh, my God, Gerald Ford. <laughs> At the end of that Two Bad Neighbors episode, which is the one with George W. Bush moving in next That's door. That's another great one. Um, that is the perfect way to end of that. Oh, it's like, totally. oh, who's another? For some reason, there are presidents just moving into this neighborhood. Which is hilarious. Um, uh, who's another one that would be identical to Homer and would get along with exactly. him? Exactly. God bless Gerald <laughs> Ford. It's perfect. I never realized how much Gerald Ford looked like Homer until that episode, but it really is pretty. <laughs> I'm sure America didn't realize. Yeah. Um, so if you could uh, come up with some uh, something to put on the blackboard, mm-hmm. if you were Bart, this is kind of like a moral or something you gained from this episode, what would it be? And it doesn't have to be a joke. Okay, okay. Um, probably like, uh, well, I don't, yeah, it's going to, probably something along the lines of like, well, it depends on, uh, am I talking about, probably something like I will, you know, I will respect my sibling or something you know i will yeah. i will i love my sibling i think probably or if you're talking about homer something like i will not pit my <laughs> i will not force my children into combat or something like that yeah um or just uh we pay for blood i was gonna say yeah i will blood. not pay for blood <laughs> <laughs> i will only take free blood yeah uh great where can people find all of your stuff um, well, I'm videos, we have collegehumor.com or our collegehumor.com's YouTube page. Um, we can have videos every week. Um, we have a monthly show if you're here in LA. It's I have done that show. It's so much fun. Yeah. What's your monthly show? College it- Humor Live LA. It's the second, I should know, I can't believe I'm spacing on this. It's the second Saturday of every month, except this next month because they're closed for like the 10 year anniversary of the theater or something like that. So Is it at UCB? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's at UCB Sunset. In Los Angeles. So, yeah, it's every month. Come right. on out. Just Google it. It's there. And then I'm at Patrick underscore Castles. If that was, I don't know if people normally say their Twitter handles, but I just we did. Do. They do. Sure I feel do. like that's a podcast standard. Yeah. I know. Yeah. As I, as I was coming out, I was like, oh my God. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Uh, you're the first one to promote yourself on here. <laughs> Ooh, well, the presumption, so it's not even the promoting, it's the presumption that I was, that I, that, and obviously your listeners want my Twitter handle. So, <laughs> they yeah. do. Get that good, good. 
Uh, yeah, well, make sure to follow Pat. Pat, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thanks for having me. This is really fun. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that was our episode um, talking about Lease on Ice with Pat Castles. And uh, we had a crusty cue. Yeah, our crusty cue this week, and we're finally back with crusty cues. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, baby. We missed them. They're so much fun. Uh, this week, what is your favorite sibling rivalry moment? And of course, uh, many of our answers are from this episode because it is the quintessential Lisa versus Bart. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh man, you guys, you guys pointed out so many things that we loved from this episode. Um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to say the first one that I see is actually not from this episode. I'm going to be controversial here. Do it. Um, Millpool at CJNEMC. Come on, I can't read that. Um, <laughs> in Duffless, when you see Lisa uses Bart as an experiment to teach him for busting her tomato. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Nor Business. Uh, Bart's dog gets an F. Mumps riddled Lisa plays mind games with Bart, leading Marge to say, don't confuse your brother like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this episode. This is from, so this is at Sonic uh, 9, is that who you just did? Sonic 9 CT? No. Um, John Charles Holmes. Uh, this is the episode where Lisa is babysitting Bart, which is an amazing episode. Go to bed? I thought you said go to bread. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, Such I a love jerk. that. I thought you said, which, God, that is such an infuriating moment. If you've ever had to babysit or ever had to like, do I don't know like give instructions to a child or to your sibling it is oh my god (laughs) they just they just find those things to get really under your skin um yeah uh and so Cody Katara um at Cody Toshiro uh referenced uh something that we spoke about in this episode but I love it so I'm gonna say it again uh, I'm just going to start doing this. And if you get hit, it's your <laughs> own fault. He added extra W's for that. I really appreciated that. Um, Casey Boyd at KCB Boyd uh, responded with the picture of Lisa being eaten by the Just Add Water dinosaur. Yes. And that's I love a good one. I love those kind of fantasies where you just have this like devilishly yeah. massive idea of what it's going to be like versus what it r- really is like. Yeah. It's perfect. So that's from Bart Sells His Soul. And doesn't that episode also have, so he has $5 mm-hmm. and Lisa notices and she approaches him and goes, you have $5? Where'd you get $5? I, I want $5. $5. Which <laughs> <laughs> is such a great sibling moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, another thing, <laughs> Spivzy at Spivzy with a Z uh, on Twitter wrote, the song Sibling Rivalry featured on the Simpsons Sing the Blues album. Spivzy, I think you are the only person that is going to tell us that today. That is true. And I, I <laughs> that did is not a deep cut <laughs> album. We were playing it at Stonecutters and I didn't understand. I, or I didn't know it, most of the songs. Yeah, I didn't read that one because I, I wanted you to get it. Because I know even less about music, and you know way more. <laughs> I know oh, about the Simpsons music. I know almost nothing about the really? Simpsons music. Mm-hmm. Wow! It's you just gotta get yourself some uh, albums. You don't want it? No, it's not that I don't want to. It's ju- it just wasn't a part of my life. Oh yeah. Yeah. So now well, I have to go as an adult. Yeah. Uh, Songs in the Key of Springfield. That was like specifically. I think my dad had like a Rhino Records subscription or something. Yes. And I think that may have been on it. I'm not sure. Maybe Dad will correct me. Dad, correct me. Um, but, uh, he bought that for me and my sister and we just listened to it religiously. So I know every beat of that. I love that. Mm-hmm. At Big Boss Band, uh, you are, as we say in Latin, a Dorcas Malorcus. That's not Latin. 
<laughs> I say Dorcas Malurgus to my sister all the time. No way. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know that. that's, that's completely uh, invaded my speech. Uh, at Matthew Toy, when Bart doesn't hear what Lisa said and just goes, no, you shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I love it so much. Oh, I love this. The Spork and Pork uh, says, Lisa feeding Bart's dreams. First prize. First prize. First prize. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who? This is another good one. And I think it's fun whenever they play like games that they make up together. Totally. Um, so Jake Ivy uh, at Una Jakey wrote toothpaste races in Bart versus Australia. Yes. Oh, also, uh, Caitlin at Kate South wrote, and I love this. Bart messes with Lisa by giving Maggie coffee ice cream. That's when she has to babysit him too. Oh yeah. That's the go eat go to bread. Um, so I'm trying to find where it is because someone, I, I retweeted it from the account because I love it so much. Um, I love the clicky pen contest. Yeah. So that is, uh, that is Thrillho Joaquin Maya when Bart is clicking his pen to bug Lisa, but then Homer Chun joins in to race Bart. We love Joaquin Maya. He's a friend of the show. Yay. Yay. Creep City at Creep underscore City wrote, it's dripping funny smelling water all over me. Ew. I like it when it's just quotes. Yeah, it's so gross. Uh, yeah, those are all great moments. Thank yeah. you for sending them in. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook where we post our crusty cues once a week. And we will get back on that. Everybody <laughs> just we already did. We did it. Oh, we did it. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. We're it's back. So stop bugging <laughs> us. Um, yeah, and we uh, are still doing... Uh, we tease this almost every episode, but hey, listen, guys. So we want to do a Simpsons dating game thing, uh, which will most likely be um, not only just a part of this podcast, but in the Allie and Julia show, which we will continue to be developing um, uh, as as time goes on. Um, so stay tuned for those updates. But in the meantime, um, hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. ladies. We haven't heard... From any ladies. <laughs> That's not true. We had a, we have oh, we one, had one. We have one lady who, okay. if her boyfriend didn't call her back that night, will want to. Oh be my set goodness! Up. So what we've a got funny, we've what got a some funny drama. That boys so love drama. That it, boys love drama. And we love what a funny dramatic. Wh- that girls. is like so specific to an age and place and time. <laughs> um, but we want more ladies. We've had a handful of guys, but we also want more guys. So uh, everybody, if you're an everyone, um, please uh, hit us up. Um, also, this, are you is, a this is not heteronormative. We no. want all people. All people, yeah. Um, just let us know when you send us an email what you're looking for. Yeah. And we will facilitate... What we know is you guys both love The Simpsons yeah. a lot. Yeah. And we're going to be developing some kind of questionnaire, some kind of OkCupid-esque questionnaire that's going to weed out. You know, it's going to be a little, just a little bit better than the questionnaire you filled out for your college roommate. It's going to be just a little bit more <laughs> accurate. Speaking of OkCupid, I keep getting OkCupid messages from you guys telling me you like the podcast. Oh, that's fun. It's very sweet. <laughs> Everyone's very respectful. No one is, No one is trying to push boundaries it's just hey you said to message me on okay cupid yeah. and so i did yeah and i love it i love it so uh keep doing <laughs> that for ali um email us at everything's coming up podcast um at gmail.com for not just uh dating stuff especially if you are local to los angeles we would love to hear from you guys for dating stuff if you are also local to los angeles we would love to hear from you if you want to help out with the ali and julia show which will be coming to a internet uh set an internet computer near you. page near you <laughs> um and uh if you have production experience if you want to just help out and maybe intern like once every few months or something i don't know uh if you want to help us out in any way we would love it um if you want to wear a silly costume and appear on on screen sure 
<laughs> if you want to just have food. a quote off, if you want to make us food, if you want to be featured on the show making us food, if you've got a really good recipe for nachos Flanders style, we want to hear from you guys. Hell yeah. I um, mean, we've heard from a couple of you, but, um, and, and we're excited to figure it all out. But if you are hankering, <laughs> I don't know, for something, a connection with another human. That's beautiful. A community of people that think in the same way as you and yeah. wonder yeah, about yeah, the yeah. universe just like you do. And I think the drugs just kicked in. Yeah. Then hit us up. The gig is up. Then hit us up. <laughs> the gig is up. <laughs> the jig is up. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Follow us on all other things. Uh, I'm Allie Gertz at Allie Gertz on Twitter. I'm Julia Prescott at Julia Prescott on Twitter. And we will see you next week. Okay, bye.